If you wonder about the birds and the bees, just tune in to some Frank and Beans. Thank you for being Frank. Welcome to Frank and Beans, the podcast, where I'm Beth. And I'm Brian. And you may have heard our intro song, which was the Golden Girls theme song. <laughs> mm-hmm. Thank you for being a friend. Yeah, because Brian, what's today? Well, today's a very special episode. It is our 50th, Woo! the big five zero. Oh, we turned 50 today. Yeah. We, we officially qualify for the early bird special at Denny's. Mm-hmm. Give me that senior <laughs> discount. That's 65, isn't it? Right? I can't fucking wait to be old, dude. It's going to be... <laughs> and just save Like, money. my parents just, like, rub it in my face all the time. They're like, oh, you have to go to work today? That sucks. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I fucking know, Dad. Jesus. Mm. Yeah. But anyway, um, so yeah, we've, we thought we would have a special episode today on our anniversary because we're aging as a podcast, and, you know, we're a sex and relationship podcast, so we figured... Why not talk about sex and aging? Yeah, old people sex. (laughs) (laughs) I know. uh, If you immediately turned this off, I don't blame you. (laughs) (laughs) But also, the information can come in handy for you one day because we're all going to get old one day. Yeah. And I think, you know, some of our listeners, they're not too far off from 50 or aging, I suppose. Right. I know, too. My dad and my stepmom, <laughs> who are probably going to enjoy this episode. <laughs> sure. You know, and if you have any friends or family that is uh, over a certain age, this might be some good information to send them to, um, give them some kind of t- some tips and heads up and what they can do to keep that passion alive. Right. Well, and Brian, we're no spring chickens, you know. I mean, I'm 38, <laughs> yeah. so... I'll be 37 a um, couple of months. Yeah. Oh, my God. Your birthday's coming up. I know. It's going to be so sad I'm not there. <laughs> um, four months. Four yeah, months. Well. I still got some time. Anyway. Yeah. But, yeah, so um, we have once again turned to our friends at the Internet. We actually found a few different articles about this because there's kind of a lot to dissect here in this topic. But we figured why not start uh, by clearing up the five myths about sex and aging. And uh, our friends at AARP provided this article, <laughs> which is titled Five Myths About Sex and Aging. Uh, it's perfect. The AARP. <laughs> Did I ever tell you about how so- <laughs> I swear to God, someone was messing with me in my mail one time and like they kept sending me like they would send me like pamphlets on bedwetting or like <laughs> like one, one time they sent me like all this information from the AARP and I was like, Fuck you. <laughs> it's like not only whoever this asshole is is sending me this shit. But yeah. Anyway, um, five myths about sex and aging. Um, number one, his equipment doesn't work. I mean, that happens at 36. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know. Not always just an old people problem. But, that's true. But this but it's, is a myth. It's yeah, a myth. I mean, it, so, okay. I mean, it is so a whiskey maybe, problem. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That is a fact. <laughs> yeah, it's like whiskey's ruined more erections than aging ever has. <laughs> but uh, what they say is that, you know, a guy's erection isn't what it used to be in his 20s, but it sure as heck still does its thing. 
Gross. No. <laughs> um, they actually said in a, in a survey of men over age 70, almost 75% said that they had few, if any, erectile problems. So you good news, fellas. Yeah. And I, I would wonder, I'd like to see what the statistic on that is for 40-year-olds. Right. I bet you it's the same, wouldn't you? I bet you it is too, yeah. 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 I think a lot of that has to do, like, there's so many factors that go into that, that, you know, I don't think aging is really, you know, it's good to hear that age is not, you know, one of the main contributing factors, but, um, but they do say that, you know, there is something that you can do about it. Obviously, there are at least three different prescription medications that will not only make the penis harder, but also make sex last longer. And then, of course, there are a number of other options, such as implants, pumps, and shots that will also do the job. Shots of whiskey? <laughs> no, that will not help. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Fireball. That'll, that'll oh, get yeah. anybody going. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Can confirm. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> so the next one is, uh, let's see. The first one was his equipment doesn't work. The second one is neither does hers. Mm. So it's true that menopause can lead to vaginal dryness. Gross. Uh, but there are many great lubricants. <laughs> I'll spit out my beer. Right? Like, <laughs> ooh, this is going to be a hard episode. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, old people. Right. Um, there are many great lubricants that can take care of that pesky issue. Uh, they recommend a silicone-based one. Um, what are if they're silicone and water-based? Is that? I have no idea. Yeah, I don't either. We should know this. Right. Um, Maybe Vaseline-based? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> Just some good lotion. old beeswax. <laughs> right, lotion. <laughs> yeah, lotion. <laughs> uh, uh, you can also try estrogen-based creams to pump up the vaginal tissues. To plump up. I'm sorry. Gross. Oh, yeah. Think, this is dirty. <laughs> yeah, I think my mind just skipped over that. and was like, nope, don't read right. that. Uh, even more important is that while the walls of the v- vagina may thin, the clitoris... Uh, God damn it. The clitoris... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't. Is its old rambunctious self? I that know. made me laugh so hard right first. Right, <laughs> like, <laughs> like the visual on that. It's like wee. It's like partying. <laughs> right. Oh, uh, yeah. Fair enough. So yeah. So they say you know that um, you know there's no like degradation to that organ, but a little more foreplay may be necessary. So just keep that in mind. Hmm. All right, number three, you can't fire up an old engine. I don't know anything about mechanicism, so I could not confirm or deny that. Um, But it is true that if you stopped having sex, there may be some physical and psychological impediments to restarting the engine. But these can and should be overcome. What's the best way to keep your sex life alive and your body interested in sex? Staying fit with exercise. Oh, no, we're screwed. Bummer. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> I think this just—I think my doctor just wrote this to get me to exercise. <laughs> right. But they say if you're single, you may need a new partner in your life to light your fire again. And if you're in a long-term relationship, you may need to focus on making time for love in new and creative ways. Um, or also, they recommend talking to a counselor if that doesn't work. So mm-hmm. um, the bottom line is that there's nothing about age per se that means you can't have. Fr- Frisky, frequent, and fun sex. 
Wait, frisky, frisky, frequent, and fun fucking. <laughs> right? Old people sex. Ew. Ugh. This is rough. Okay. Yeah. Number four is an aging body isn't sexy. Yeah. I mean, you <laughs> I know, mean, here's guess- the thing. Okay, here's the thing, right? Like, I think what I gather from this is like, you're all, they're all, you're both on the same plane of like what's, you know, like sure. still sexy. So like, you know, like 16 year olds find each other sexy. But like when you're older, you shouldn't find someone younger sexy. You know what I mean? Like That's true. Yeah. No, that makes sense. And I think, so, you know. As as I've gotten older, uh, maybe I do find certain things sexy that somebody who is 25 wouldn't find sexy. Exactly. Know? Yeah. Or I yeah. wouldn't like look at an 18 year old guy's body and want to have sex with it anymore. So you know what I mean? Like, right. I need a man, not a teenager. <laughs> sure. Makes sense. So. Uh, the article goes on to say, um, we are our own worst enemy when we doubt our sexual allure just because we may be heavier or sag more than in our youth. (laughs) 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 I mean, there are sexy old people. I can see that, yeah. My parents Um, are sexy old people. There you go. (laughs) I mean, they are. One of my friends, uh, Amanda (laughs) and Deidre, they're sisters, and I've been friends with them for a long time. And um, so, like, they met my dad at my college graduation, and then ever since then, like, and I cannot even say the word my dad without them being like, oh, you're hot, dad. And I'm like, oh, my God, <laughs> shut up. Stop. Like, they just, like, constantly make jokes about my dad being attractive. And I'm like, it's not cool. <laughs> so Yeah. So. But anyway, so. You this is good. Uh, this is a good tip. It says, but remember, uh, sex isn't only about how you look. You become True. aroused when you stroke each other and kiss passionately. You fall in love with someone witty kind or romantic that your partner said totally true like i'm definitely attracted to personality Mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah yeah it says we don't need perfect bodies to be sexy to someone uh but we can ruin our own enjoyment by um presuming that the others are critical about our bodies as critical as we are yeah well that's true too yeah like definitely we're always harder on ourselves than other people are Mm -hmm. and um and I yeah, don't think that and like that's I a, mean, Brian, as a dude, you can probably confirm a pussy is a pussy is a pussy, right? Like, I mean, yeah, <laughs> just, you're not wrong. It feels good, like, <laughs> right? Right. You know, and that's that's good day, advice. That's what it's about. Yeah, that's good <laughs> advice for any age. Um, yeah. You don't have to be old and wrinkly and have old man balls to. True. Um, yeah, like you should be body positive about all aspects, like mm-hmm. no matter what your age is. Age, yeah, or you know, body type or anything. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Number five, older people shouldn't have sex. Mm. I mean, no, that's not true. For some reason, many people think sex belongs to the young. If that were the case, our whole species would lose all sexual feelings as they age. And we know that doesn't happen. Yeah, there's tons of horny old men out there. Have you ever seen a pedophile website? (laughs) Have you ever been Uh, a waitress in a Denny's? Oh, yeah. Or a Hooters. Or, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, We are clearly designed to live longer and better if we have an active sex life. Uh, Sexual contact correlates to better health, higher relationship satisfaction, and easier stress management. So it is far from natural to stop wanting or having sex. Rather, our lives depend on us keeping our sexual energy and connection intact. All right. Yeah. Good stuff. 
You might die if you don't keep having sex. <laughs> yeah. If you don't use it, you will lose it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Maybe that is true. All right. Apparently. So that goes into our next article. Yeah. Um, by Very Well Health. The title of the article is, Can Sex Increase Life Expectancy? I sure hope so. Beth, oh, I'm yeah. living to be 130. Right. If that's the <laughs> case, I'm going to be as slutty as can be so I can <laughs> live forever. Right. <laughs> you're like, you swear like you're not already there. No. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, so anyway, um, they did say that um, increasing life expectancy, it does increase life expectancy is the good news. Um Sex releases endorphins and hormones. Uh, it increases feelings of intimacy and bonding. It combats loneliness and depression. So there are not only, um, you know, those different, like, physical um, benefits, but also mental benefits, social benefits, stress-relieving benefits um, that sure. all come along with it. So um, Sounds good to me. I mean, we kind of had the... Um in the keep them coming back episode to where, you know, when men ejaculate, they do have that kind of withdrawal from all of that. But so that's, that's interesting. Yeah. Well, okay. But for instance, like they talk about, um, the value of touch. Um, Mm -hmm. so they were saying like that research shows that animals and babies that are deprived of touch are often like sickly and may not develop normally. Interesting. So, yeah. So as humans, we actually really need, you know, to be touched mm-hmm. by someone you know, not stranger. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> but, you know, like, it's like uh, massage therapy as, you know, uh, a, like a health uh, regimen. You know, like, that's actually really good for your body because there's so many different things like increasing circulation and, you know, um, like releasing toxins and all that kind of stuff. Like the power touch is actually very powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, Makes sense. Yeah. And it also cements relationships. It increases self-esteem. And, you know, it releases, releases all the good stuff in your body, like, um, you know, the hormones and all that, that actually have the same effects as relaxation and meditation. Very nice. Yeah. Maybe that's why I fall asleep almost immediately after sex every time. I'm just so relaxed. I don't know. Anyway. Makes sense. Let's see. They Um, go into um, the health benefits. mm -hmm. Um, While sex can offer the above benefits simply because it involves touch, it also offers many others that can lead to a longer and healthier life. Um, It improves the immune system. When's the last time you... I, when's the last time you were sick, Beth? I haven't been sick in years. <laughs> mm, I mean, mm. I was, oh, remember I was super down with the sickness that one time where um, that was actually like, I think it was the fourth episode where Missy had to take over for me oh, because yeah, I yeah. was like dying of Ebola. <laughs> well, that was that was 46 episodes ago. It was. Yeah. And you know what? Come to think of it. That was far enough into my living in Arkansas where I was not having sex. Mm. I was very sexually deprived at that time. Time to yeah. think of it. So have sex or you will die of Ebola. Right. Do you want pneumonia? I don't think so. Put <laughs> right. your penis in it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let him get it. <laughs> Let's see. The next uh, health benefit is that it reduces the risk of prostate cancer. Yikes. Mostly because you are... Is that Does that have anything to do with... Um, <laughs> 
milking the prostate. <laughs> I mean. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so stupid. I mean, you know, just let her let her get in there and feel around. Make sure there's no, you know, mm-hmm. cancerous stuff happening. <laughs> I mean, look at an anatomy book first. Like, I don't want somebody just digging in there and, hey, is I, this it? Is this it? <laughs> is this where it's at? Right. No, that doesn't that doesn't sound like fun. But if you know where it's at or you have an idea, like, you know, I'm not opposed to a finger. Right. Well, and the Internet is, you know, a, a very useful resource. Oh, yeah. Where you can just look this stuff up in the privacy of your own home. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure there's more to it actually physically on the inside. Um, I don't know. I guess, like, probably what my guess would be is, like, you know, the more blood you have flowing to that area, obviously, the, the more, you know, blood and oxygen and things that are getting to those organs. So, yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It also says, you know, just um, just on ejaculating, um, it says one study followed 30,000 men for several years found that frequent ejaculation up to 21 times per month. Is that all? Um, <laughs> Reduce the risk. You're like, of I ejaculated 21 times by lunch today. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, yeah, it says it uh, reduces the risk of developing prostate cancer. Well, While the correlation isn't crystal clear, researchers believe the frequent ejacula- ejaculation allows the prostate gland to re- regularly rid itself of carcinogens. All right. Oh. Keep it flowing, Thanks. fellas. Right. 20, 21 times a month, minimum. Right. I guess the evil sperm are leaving your body, maybe. <laughs> That's a very good way to look at it. Like the Catholic, right. Catholic view of pooping is it's like you're getting rid of your sins through your butt. Right. Could that be how I was born? As <laughs> 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 an evil sperm that was released into the universe. <laughs> Could be. Could be. Like you are prostate cancer. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Next health benefit is lowers uh, risk of heart disease. Um, mm. I'm going to say just because of the physical activity and, you know, you're stressing your heart a little bit. Oh, um, yeah, for sure. Just kind of like, you know, running, jogging, working out. It's good yeah, for your any, heart. Yeah, anytime you get your heart going, yeah, it's a good thing, obviously. And Yeah. You know, again, like the more, the less stressed out you are, you know, like mm-hmm. stress and all those kind of things contribute to... Um, you know, those kind of failures of your other organs. So, oh, yeah. and so many different sicknesses. It's kind of weird to see how many, how many people just get ill, um, just for, you know, not having any type of activity or sunlight or, you know, oh, any of sure. those things. Uh, yeah, the last, like, go ahead. Like me sitting in an office all day. It just sucks my soul <laughs> and my will to live. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, it does. Right. So I pretend I have an errand and I leave. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny because my uh, my excuse. There's a bar right across the street from where I work. <laughs> and I say I'm going on a bank run when really I'm just getting lunchtime whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I miss I miss drunk Friday lunch. Mm. Oh yeah. Remember we yeah. used to go and have drunk Friday lunch all the time. Oh yeah. No, that was a, that was a blast. The um. Back to the article, the last uh, health benefit that they list is reduces stress by and lowers blood pressure. So I think mm. the same thing is just exercising, um, stressing those those muscles in your heart and all that other stuff. And then yeah, makes sense. Well, that's good to know. 
mm-hmm. you're like, honey, it's for our health. Let me right. get it. <laughs> like, yeah, it's these time. are all very good points for you to bring up if like she's not putting out. You're like, That's, listen, I, yeah, I'm hey, doing I'm, this for you, honey. I'm just trying to make you healthy. I don't want you to die of dysentery. Right. You're like, I don't want you to die of prostate cancer. She's like, I don't have a prostate, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's the problem. Right. We'll just, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Anyway. Okay. Anyway. So that's good. It has all those health benefits. That's great. And uh, on to the next article, which was um, how to keep, now that we know that there are all these benefits to sex and aging and all of that uh the question is how do you keep that fire burning in mm-hmm. your older age and once again we have a very impressive peer-reviewed source here from the mayo clinic which my Makes stepmom sense. used to work at by the way um uh sexual- to the mayo clinic yeah yeah oh my god this is a totally crazy side note but get this there is a guy on the fbi top 10 most wanted list that used to work with my parents. No kidding. Swear to God, like Whoa. he worked in the restaurant. So, like she's a respiratory therapist before she retired, obviously. But um, and this guy worked at the hospital with them, and just kind of like a you know normal everyday person that's at your office. Mm-hmm. But like at some point, I guess he like fucking killed his family and set fire to their house. Oh shit! And then has literally just been on the run. Ever since. Wow. Yeah, isn't that fucking crazy? <laughs> and like when I was at the um, Alcatraz East Crime Museum in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, you know, the one where like mm-hmm. the OJ Bronco and shit was. Yeah. Literally saw the most wanted poster for that guy and I was like, oh my God, it's that dude that used to work with my parents. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, it was fucking that would crazy. Be nuts. And he's just like still on the lamb. Like my parents are always like, what if we just like ran into him one time? We'd have to like pretend we didn't know. It's like, <laughs> oh, Hey. <laughs> right. How how have you been? Right. How's right. the family? Please don't kill me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. That's my little side note for the day. But um <laughs> There was an active shooter situation uh by my work last week. Oh, <gasps> that's right. Um, what happened all with that? I know we were just well, texting, so I didn't get the whole story. Yeah, um, so I guess this guy murdered his wife in Arkansas. And then he was from this area, Kansas City metro area, and one of the housekeepers saw his um, car parked in our parking lot, but he never came in. He went to a different hotel, thankfully, went in there. Yeah. That's a PR nightmare. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yes. Um, Went in there and told the front desk agent that um, he had just killed his wife and he was going to the Legends Outlet, which is a really cool kind of outdoor mall. Um, there's a Dave and Buster's, there's a yard house, like there's a lot of cool stuff over there, but, um, said he was going to go there and start shooting up people and they better call the cops. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Well, he didn't go to the legends. It looked like he was trying to get back on the highway and the cops stopped him. Um, he got out of his car with the gun drawn, but I don't think he shot at the cops, but you know, it was like suicide by cop type thing. Right. Yeah. It was crazy. And like, like she literally like averted a crisis, like. By calling the cops, she yeah. literally probably saved a shitload of people's lives. Like that's oh, probably. Crazy. I don't think he was. He was. I don't think he wanted to shoot up the the mall. I think he just. I think he really wanted. 
He knew what he had done. He had had, he drove all the way back here from Arkansas. That's a five hour drive. Um, he probably just wanted to die. Um, I don't know if he had religious beliefs that, um, you know, suicide was equals damnation or or something like that. But I think he wanted suicide by cop on purpose. Oh my God. Yeah. Cause he got out of his car with his gun drawn at the cops, but I don't think he shot at them. Wow. Yeah. It was crazy. Guy was in the parking lot. Crazy, crazy. Right. The first property management company I ever worked for, not to keep on this topic, but (laughs) in the last like three years, so it was this company that managed 17 different properties in Champaign-Urbana, right? And uh, Mm -hmm. Illinois, for the listeners. But um, in the last three years, they have had two murders happen. Oh, my God. One was really recently. It was a shooting at one of them. And Mm. then the other one was actually in the building, like, next to the one I used to live in. You and told me I about that. It, oh, yeah. Where, like, this dude, like, kidnapped this foreign student that was going mm. to the university there mm. and, like, kept her in the apartment that I used to manage for eight years. <laughs> in the in, He kept her in the apartment for three days before he killed her. Okay crazy yikes and i like still friends with people that work there i'm like how are you dealing with that they're like we are not like our lives are (laughs) what the fuck right now i know i'm waiting for the dateline to come out about this guy i don't know if there's going to be one i assume there's going to be one but there's a lot of things that are going on like his wife's son was shot in a hotel um a couple of years a couple of years back and then after that like their relationship got very strained so did he shoot the son in the hotel, like, why did he decide to come all the way to Kansas City to tell somebody at a hotel that he just killed his wife? Right. You know, his, his wife's laying dead in some mountain cabin in Arkansas. Why come all the way back up here? Go to a hotel. Why not go to a Seven Eleven? Why not go to a gas station? Why not right. go to the, you know, like, what was the purpose of going to a hotel? Well, maybe he strange. maybe he fled thinking he was just going to get away with it, and then at some point he had like a come to Jesus moment. Yeah, but then still, why go to a hotel? Like, what's the yes. connection with the hotel? Who knows? Why kill your wife in the first place? Well, I mean, that's a good, that's a great question. <laughs> anyway, um, wow, that was a really huge tangent we just went on. <laughs> I know, um, old people sex. Right. right. Not murder. <laughs> Not murder. Don't murder your your We're, old wife or old husband. Love right. Back to staying alive. Yeah. Back to staying alive <laughs> and enjoying your late years of life. <laughs> With lots and lots of, of passionate, fiery sex. Right. You know what? I bet that guy was not, she wasn't putting out. I mean, it could be. They were kind of <laughs> older, terrible. too. That is terrible. Uh, yeah. But also, do you want to end up dead in a cabin in Arkansas? Yeah. <laughs> I suggest you follow our advice. <laughs> okay. Oh, we're terrible. Yes, we are definitely going to help. Speaking yeah. of hell, how to keep that fire burning. <laughs> <laughs> Did you think I got less good at segues all of a sudden? No. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, um, uh, yeah, so a couple of little fun facts um, about you know, sex later in life and whatnot, they did say that testosterone decreases 1% per year after the age of 30. Oh, wow. And yeah, and so testosterone obviously is the driving force behind, you know, male sexual energy. Mm -hmm. So the older you get, the longer it may take to get erect. 
Um, but the good news is, is that there are all kinds of medications available for that now. So, yeah. you know, Are we on the same earlier. article? Oh, uh, how to keep the fire burning. Yeah. From the did Mayo I? Clinic? Uh, yeah. Okay. Great. Okay. I may have skipped a little forward. I'm looking at my notes and not my phone. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, there I see it. Okay. The, the first one is your favorite. I don't know why you'd skip over this, but it's communication is key. Why do you think I skipped over it, Brian? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, that's bullshit. We'll move right on to the next one. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> if you've listened to the podcast before, we all know that Beth loves to communicate. I hate communicating. Yeah, I like communicating with you, audience. Right. But not in a relationship. Fair. Maybe yeah, that's why I'm single forever. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Eh, I don't know. Well, it could be my refusal to communicate. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. I mean, some people just don't want to talk about any of it. I don't have feelings. I'm an android. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a meme the other day. I don't know if you've heard about these these like real life sex dolls. Have you seen those? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah like I you saw, can like, talk the, to uh, them. The HBO and it's like real a, sex thing on it. Yeah, it, you can talk to them and it's like a Furby to where it will kind of pick up your the words that you say. And it'll generate responses. Stop um, it. No. But um, there was something that was saying that it can be hacked and somebody can program it to kill you. And so <laughs> the title of the article was um, Sex Dolls Can Be Hacked to Murder You. And somebody commented on it and they're like, great, I love a two for one deal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Ray Porter has a really great bit he does about fucking dolls. <laughs> the sex oh, yeah. Doll yeah, everybody look up Ray Porter. <laughs> oh my god, he's so great. Um but yeah, it's a it's a really great bit that he does about that. It makes me cry every time. <laughs> <laughs> um but anyway, uh what about communication, Brian? <laughs> what about communication? Communication is key. Um to ma- maintain a satisfying sex life, talk with your partner. Set aside time to be sensual and sexual together. Uh when you're spending time when you're spending intimate time with your partner, share your thoughts about lovemaking. Help your partner understand what you want from him or her. Again, I think that this is one that's like, this is good for any age. Like, I think so too, yeah. You're not going to have a satisfying sex life if you don't communicate what you like and what you don't like or what right. you're missing or whatever. What works, what doesn't, what do you want more of, what do you want less of. Right, like let's All say butt stuff. stuff is like a definite need for you in your life. Like <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna have to just talk about it. It's uncomfortable. Right. Sure. Just in case you're that kind of a person, I don't know. I'm not saying anyone hosting the show today is, but you know. <laughs> we're all adults. We should be able to talk <laughs> about it, right? Right. Exactly. Like you're seeing each other naked. Like what? Saying something is right. the worst thing that the most embarrassing thing you're gonna do. Like no. Right. Like you just lick somebody's butthole, but you can't tell them. You can't ask them, ask them if they liked it or if they don't want that anymore. Right. Come on. Hmm. Yeah, I guess just being honest and open yeah. will definitely help. Again, for any age, but nothing okay. wrong with that. Uh, sexual health and safe sex. This is mm-hmm. one, this is one of my favorite things. Women can become pregnant until they've reached menopause, defined as 12 straight months without a period. If you're sexually active, use birth control consistently until menopause. 
Ask your healthcare provider because because nothing will take the fun out of your sex life like having a baby at the age <laughs> of forty five. Like, right. Could you imagine? <laughs> You've made it this whole time without having a baby, and then all yeah. of a sudden, yeah, I will go from horny to suicidal really quick. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but they did say, you know, just like reach out to your healthcare provider for guidance about, you know, what type might be best for you, especially if you're getting older, you know, because all of the hormonal changes and stuff that are going on, you know, what you were using in your 20s or 30s might not be the same as in your 40s. Um, mm-hmm. And um, if you're having sex with a new partner, uh, a new and different partner, you know, definitely always use a condom because, again... STDs are real at any age. I have heard that, like, the highest population of people with STDs are, like, geriatric seniors because... I could see that. Like, in nursing homes, they, like, have nothing else to do but, like, sneak into each other's rooms and bone. (laughs) I just thought maybe it would be the years and years of unprotected sex, you know? Oh, that's yeah. You know, people who grew up... um, I mean, you've seen prophylactics from the 50s, haven't you? They come in like an Altoids can and, (coughs) excuse me, um, they're not in like a foil package. They're not lubricated. It's just like... (laughs) It it literally says does not work right on the label. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Do not use. It's like organic deodorant. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah, they, they look terrible. Yeah, so... Anyway, wrap it up. That is a good thing, always, for many, many reasons. Um, mm-hmm. uh, if you've both been, been tested negative, though, and you've communicated that and you're sure about it, you probably don't need to worry about protection um, until you know for sure, however, use condoms. Also, I think that is, like, probably one of the greatest things about sex in your older years is, like, no more worries about getting pregnant. Fuck yeah. Right. Like, I can't wait right. for that point in my life. Like, You know, and if you know, if you know you're going to die with somebody... Share your STDs. Who cares? Right. <laughs> I mean. Sneak into their room at night in the nursing home. Right. <laughs> Go for it. You're going to die soon. Get all the good sex you can. Yeah, for real. No regrets. None. Not you only live once. YOLO, old YOLO. people. <laughs> <laughs> Did I ever tell you that? So when I was in college, this is kind of funny. Um. We, uh, like, I was in recreation, sport, and tourism was my major. And so I had this class on event programming. And basically it was like, oh, the whole class is like a group project where you had to create an event, execute it from start to finish, and and all of the different things that go along with that, right? Mm -hmm. So each group got, like, a different um, organization, I guess, to do, you know, an event for. And um, we got, I was like, uh, I hate children, so we're not doing anything kid related. <laughs> and um, so like one of them was like the local nursing home. So I was like, okay, yeah, let's do that. And everybody was pretty much on board with it. And, um, but then like when it came to like, what should we do for an actual event? I was like, hear me out, you guys. It's going to sound crazy, but senior speed dating. <laughs> and my professor thought I had lost my fucking mind. She was yeah. like, okay, like, that is, okay. (laughs) Literally, it was the best event. We got the best feedback out of everybody. They loved it. It was something new and different outside of, like, the same old, like, bingo shit that they do every day. Yeah. And, like, a lot of them were, like, you know, they were, like, it's so, it can be so clicky 
mm-hmm. these places that you really don't have an opportunity like that often to get to know people outside of like your particular little clique. They're like, so it was really cool to just meet other people here you hadn't met before and stuff. So very nice. Yeah. So that was kind of a fun thing. Sounds like fun. Yeah. I'm just a genius, basically, is what it comes to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm available to plan your event as well, audience. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. So you already went over the aging and oh, yeah. men's sex health, which right. is uh, men lose about 1% of tos- testosterone mm-hmm. after age 30. Uh, women, they lose uh, estrogen. Their estrogen mm-hmm. levels decrease. Which may yeah, lead we to about that a bit. yeah, which may lead to vaginal dryness and slower sexual arousal. Mm-hmm. Uh, emotional changes can increase feelings of stress. Okay, is this another article just blaming women on being stressed out all the time? I think so. Yeah, <laughs> getting really sick of this. <laughs> if you listen to the last episode, basically every answer in the article was women are stressed out. <laughs> like, right. Okay, we're not all stressed out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The um. Oh, the uh, the body language. Yeah. Yeah, everything was they're stressed or they're they're nervous. uncomfortable, they're nervous. <laughs> um, so yeah, look forward to uh, menopause, <laughs> which can increase feelings of stress. Um, can also change your interest in sex. Uh, while some women may enjoy sex more without worrying about pregnancy. We just talked about that. Yeah, hell yeah. Naturally occurring changes in body shape and size may cause others to feel less sexual, sexually desirable. Mm. Eh, get over it. Right. Just remember <laughs> that his sack is wrinkling and dragging just as much as your titties. Right. So. Sperm is literally drying up in his <laughs> tubes. Gross. Yeah, get it out of there. Save that prostate. Oh my god, gross. But you're <laughs> you're sexually desirable to people of your own age at any age is the bottom line. So Absolutely. Yeah. And uh the good news is, even though you know your interest in sex can change, the next little paragraph is about medical conditions, medications, and sexual health. So any condition that affects your general health and well-being may affect your sexual health. So again, at any age, any illness can do that. Mm -hmm. Uh, But specifically, illnesses that involve the cardiovascular system, such as high blood pressure, diabetes, hormonal problems, depression, or anxiety, particularly if you're a woman, according to every expert on the (laughs) internet, (laughs) can pose challenges to being sexually active. Uh, the medication used to treat those conditions can also inhibit your sexual response. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, yeah, that sucks. <laughs> right. Um, I mean, a lot of antidepressants will will do that. Really? Mm-hmm. So glad I don't have that problem. Right. Uh, certain high blood pressure medications, they say, too, uh, can affect your ability to be aroused. And other medications can actually make it more difficult to have an orgasm. Oh, that super sucks. Um, (laughs) It's double shitty. But on the bright side, if you think you are experiencing sexual side effects from a medication, just consult your doctor. Uh, It may be possible to switch to a different medication with fewer sexual side effects or to add an additional medication that reduces sexual side effects. Or just don't take them. I mean, that's probably not the safest bit of information, but... Right. Maybe Walgreens will give you a buy one, get one free on like... (laughs) <laughs> Cialis and also your blood pressure medication. Who knows? Yeah. 
I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't have, I won't take antidepressants because yeah, they will, they were, they will screw with your boner. And right. no, also, I, I, your antidepressant is whiskey. So be real. <laughs> <laughs> right. Which has the same sexual side effects as antidepressants, True. which is sad, but. Not, then it just leads to the women being depressed. <laughs> <laughs> You can also have, you know, secondhand depression. <laughs> right. I'm still happy as fuck. Like, I'm drunk and my pee-pee's getting played with. I'm right. a happy little boy. Right. You've said it once. You've said it a million times. Just feed me and play with my wiener. <laughs> That's it. That's it. <laughs> he doesn't ask uh, much. The, <laughs> the next uh, section they talk about is surgery and sexual health. Uh, any surgical procedures that affects that affects your pelvis and your service natural central. I know (laughs) it's that whiskey. Another side effect. Right. (laughs) Let me start over. Any surgical procedure that affects your pelvis and your central nervous system may have significant impact on your sexual response. The body, however, is resilient given time to heal and some loving attention most people can often become sexually responsive again. That's yeah, good. Yeah, I guess that's, you know, I, again, probably at any age that is a concern. But yeah, sure. I guess you do tend to have like more crazy injuries as you get older, you know? Like, well, yeah, you always hear, hear about them falling and breaking their hip. Falling and I mean, can't get, I've fallen and I can't get up. Right. <laughs> get your life alert button. Right. Yeah. But yeah, injuries heal. And so will your boner. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Similarly, uh, when one partner becomes ill, uh, their sexuality may temporarily take a backseat to other needs. Pain, discomfort, medications, or worry can overshadow your sexual desire. So just talk with your partner about other ways that you can be close during this time. Again, I think this is both parties, you know, like if you're ill, obviously you're not going to be having your sexual needs met but your partner also isn't then too so uh if you're the caregiver the demands of caring for your partner may take a toll on your sexual desire oh my god i like, can see that oh my god so this is a crazy story my parents <laughs> <laughs> so my parents like a few years ago got in a really bad car accident like they flipped their jeep on a highway and my stepmom was driving, and my dad was, like, laid back. He, like, he had the seat all the way laid back, so he didn't get as badly hurt as she did. Mm-hmm. But she literally, like, broke a shitload of bones in both of her hands. Mm-hmm. So he had to do everything for her for a while. Sure. Because, <laughs> like, think about it. Both your hands are just completely fucked. Like, there's a lot of things you can't do for yourself. Mm-hmm. Think about it. <laughs> Think about it. Yeah. So I can imagine that that might take a toll on your sexual desire for someone. Sure. But um, not to blast my parents' shit on the podcast. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> if your caregiver, uh, oh, wait, uh, find a way to set aside the caregiver role from time to time and be a partner instead so that you can relax and feel nurtured by your partner. That way you can enjoy a mutually satisfying sexual encounter. You're like, honey, my hands are broken. Better get down there and give me a blowjob because I can't do anything with my hands. Oh, man. Oh, jeez. I don't know. Okay. Next is dealing with differences in desire. 
Uh, differences in the libido are common among couples of all ages. True. True. Uh, couples can become stuck w- in a pattern where one person initiates contact while the other avoids it. I think this oh. is any age. Yeah, yeah. I, you hear about this all the time. Like, mm-hmm. I don't get it. Like, because, you know, it's like, I don't know, once you get married, she's never going to have sex with you again. <laughs> like, right. It's like, I don't know, maybe it's because I'm not married, mm. but like, <laughs> like that is, that will never be me. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Let's see. Um, if you mainly avoid sex, consider taking charge of some engagements. Uh, if you usually initiate sex, try talking with your partner about what you need. Or Fair what enough. they need for that matter. Mm-hmm. Because maybe oh, they're that's not. that's a good point. Yeah, like maybe they're not wanting to have sex because they're not being satisfied by it. Right. Like, have you had sex? It's amazing. Like, for some reason you're not wanting it, it's probably because <laughs> you don't know how good it can be. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, it goes into saying I statements, which, you know. Well, it says if you're worried about hurting your partner's feelings. Right. I say statements such as, I think my body responds better when dot, dot, dot. Oh, yeah, like instead of saying, you don't have sex with me, or right. you aren't doing this right, mm-hmm. take the onus on you and say, I, like, whatever, da, da, da. That makes sense, right. yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of psychology behind that, which, uh, yeah. But that's not, at the same time, that sounds kind of selfish. Like, I think my body responds better when, great, then do that. Well, but I think I think the point is that you're trying to coach them. Without making them feel bad. Yeah. I think it would just... It, yeah, I don't know. I, I can understand that, but I can... I think I would respond better with, I need you to do this. Maybe it's the military in me. You know what I mean? Like, it is. Brian, yeah. how many times have we talked about this? You're like, I wish someone would just tell me what to do for the rest of my life. <laughs> yep, that's it. <laughs> you can, you've seriously considered arranged marriages because of this. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Just See, show me maybe. the person I'm supposed to love for the rest of my life, and I'll figure it out. Right. Whereas I'm like, I'm going to need you to go ahead and do this because <laughs> I'm in charge. <laughs> and this is all about me. Me, universe, revolving around me. That's <laughs> <laughs> we had an episode on that. We did, yes. <laughs> um, but anyway... Together, you can find ways to accommodate both of your needs. You can compromise, which is what relationships are all about. Yeah. And probably why I'm terrible at them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm learning a lot about myself today. Mm. <laughs> all right. Anyway, so then they just say, finally, um, looking forward, not back. Uh, many couples want to know how to get back to the sexual arousal and activity levels they had in their 20s, 30s, and early 40s. Instead, find a way to optimize your body's response for sexual experiences now. Ask yourself what's satisfying and mutually acceptable. Many books are available about how to maintain a healthy sex life as you get older. In addition, many couples find consulting with an expert helpful. I would never do that for the record. Like, talking about my sex life with my partner, with a stranger in the room. All right. No thanks. Like, all right, Uh, perv. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Uh, but your doctor also may be able to provide useful suggestions or refer you to a specialist. So, uh, yeah. So, and I, I agree with that. Like, you know, it's kind of like the same thing with like the body positivity stuff, you know, where it's like you're never going to look like you did in your 20s. So you might as sure. well just accept and appreciate what you have now instead of looking mm-hmm. back about what you used to be. 
That makes a lot of sense. And um, I don't know. I, I'm sure I've said it before on the podcast, but, you know, people that want to give a hand job and it's like, yeah, I'm not 16 anymore. <laughs> that doesn't work. You know? Right. <laughs> I'm a grown man. Yeah. Dry humping. <laughs> not, right. Not nearly as effective as once was. Nope. Yeah, you're a different person now than you are in your 20s, so you might as well embrace the changes in your life. And that way, you know, you can yeah. just... Yeah. All right. All right. Well, Brian, oddly enough, we're almost at 50 minutes on our 50th episode. Hey, how about that? So I think we should... Uh, have Wrap 50 shots. Yeah, do 50 shots. All right. Mm-hmm. I, I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. The liquor store no, is that, too far. <laughs> right. That was a good episode, and there was a lot of good information in there for uh, anyone of any age, not just necessarily um, senior citizens or anyone above the age of 50. But Right, because to be um, clear, like a- sex and aging isn't just like being an old person. It's not just old people sex. It's like literally like... You're aging when you're going from a teenager to your 20s. You're aging when you're going from your 20s to your 30s. You know, like, Mm -hmm. so keep these things in mind and in perspective for, I mean, every day we get older, Brian. Yeah, every single day. we're aging all the time. And what does it say? Like, women don't meet their sexual um, heightenedness until, like, they're 35, do you want to know what's funny about that? I can remember a time in my life where I was like, damn, that's forever away. And then I was like, oh, <laughs> that was like three years ago. <laughs> is it going to get less? Am I going to be less horny now? The answer is no. <laughs> no. But no, it's like they that's when they hit their peak is, you know, in their mid-30s, isn't it? Right. Well, and then Where, the guys do it in their 20s, like early 20s. I think they said like right. 21 or something. Which maybe this could explain why all, nothing but 27-year-olds on Tinder hit me up. <laughs> could be. Could Literally, be. They're like, older woman, she's at her sexual peak, better get it while it's hot. <laughs> and I'm like, you are a child, I have nothing in common with you. <laughs> right. But take your shirt off, we'll just see what happens. <laughs> no. No, do not hit me up on Tinder if you were 27, please. <laughs> so... Anyway, well, Brian, do you have any shout-outs this week? Uh, you know, let's give a shout-out to um, um, Taylor Hearn and Elaine Jackson. Yeah, I heard Taylor Wait. killed it last oh, night. Oh, man. I mean, they both did amazing. Um, it's this little place uh, in North Kansas City called uh, the Rhino. It's spelled R-I-N-O, so I don't know if I'm saying that right. Is it Reno or... I call it the Rhino. Reno would be R-E-N-O, like the city. Yeah, is it like, hmm. I don't know. And then there's like a Triceratops. That's their logo. So I'm I'm very confused. I'm going to say Rhino. Hmm. Um, But yeah, they played there and it was all woman's show, uh, all all female comedians. Yeah, but Elaine Jackson and Taylor Turn, look them up. They're both amazing Yeah, absolutely. Oh, they're they're both so great. Um, Yeah. And it was nice seeing them. You know, they were comedians in... Um, Northwest Arkansas, and they came up yeah. to Kansas City last night. So it was nice seeing them. So we'll yeah. give them a shout out. To my two best comedy gals. I love them dearly. And actually, Elaine has a, a tour coming up uh, in the Florida area. If any She was telling me about that. Yeah, if any of you listeners are in the Florida area, definitely look up Elaine Jackson. Uh, she is hilarious and amazing, and you will not regret it. Um, yeah. 
What about you? Any shout outs on your end? I do, as a matter of fact. (laughs) (laughs) I I have a couple. I will keep uh, plugging the Altercation Comedy Festival, which Mm -hmm. I will be performing. The dates have officially been released. I will be performing on Wednesday, September 25th. I will be hosting the 11.15 p.m. show, uh, which is Jeff Tate and Pals. And Jeff Tate is... Super monster comic. He's been on Doug Benson's podcast. He's been on Doug Stanhope's podcast. He's been on The Late Show with Jimmy Kimmel. I mean, he's just incredible. So um, I'm very excited and very nervous to be opening for him and hosting his show. <laughs> but luckily, it'll be 11.15 and everyone will already be drunk. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and there are two shows before that. So definitely come and check them out beforehand. But in uh, all four days of the amazing comedy in that festival. Um, which you can also see our good friend Megan Welch, uh, Ray Porter, Rena Calm, Tori Poole, Richard Douglas Jones. Uh, let's see, who else? Oh, Tremaine Bradley. Um, yeah, lots of lots of lot. JT Habersad, Josh McLean, mm-hmm. so many monster comics. It's not even funny. So, um, oh, Matt Alano Martin from Bloomington, Indiana. I found out he's going to be on my show. Oh, yeah? He's the one that, remember, he they performed in uh, Fayetteville, and he had the same backdoor hat that I had. Yeah. Yeah. So he's actually going to be on my show that night, and he's oh, totally that's awesome. hilarious. Yeah, so it's super psyched about that. Um, and then I also just got booked for my first feature performance. Hell yeah. Where's yeah. that at? Yeah, which that is going to be November 16th, in, um, and that is in Knoxville, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it is at the, let me look it up very quickly, uh, November 16th at Gypsy Circus Cider Company in Kingsport, Tennessee. Oh, that sounds yeah, delicious. So, yeah, and I will be opening for Krish Mohan, who is a very funny comic. Uh, well, I'll be featuring for him. Mm-hmm. Not even, it's so exciting. My first feature performance, so. Um, so, yeah, definitely come check that out if you are anywhere near the Knoxville, Tennessee area. Um, and that's it so far, I think. So cool, cool. Let's mm-hmm. see. Do we have anything else? I don't think so, but Dutch Puppy is barking at the door. Oh, I heard him. He's ready to go. <laughs> yeah, he was crying so hard when I shut the door on and he was so oh. sad. <laughs> I was like, oh, sorry, buddy. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, that's our 50th uh episode. Yeah, Very here's fun. to many more. Mm-hmm. I did um, just put um something on the Facebook. For uh, we're going to be doing another listener email. You took the words right out of my mouth. I was just going to say that. So, oh, okay. If you well. have questions, queries, uh, anything you would like to comment on, hit us up. We will read your listener email on the air, and we will provide you with our horrible, unsolicited advice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're listening to the podcast, it's solicited at that point. Obviously, yeah. Yeah. But where can they... But yeah, we're trying to get that going. We'd like to get uh, a bunch of emails. Um, if you're not uh, scaredy pants, you can leave a comment on that feed. Yes. Or if you would like to stay anonymous... Uh, go ahead and email us at fnbpodcast at gmail.com. And that is the letters fnbpodcast at gmail.com. That's right. Yes. Looking forward to it. I always yeah. like to get the, the questions. And I that wish I would just like start writing down the questions that I get just at random. Like, oh, you've got a sex and relationship podcast. What do you think about this? Mm, yeah. I should That's just start point. writing those down. Yeah. 
It's funny because I totally shamelessly plugged the show on my Tinder, by the way. Oh, hell yeah. Why and wouldn't it's you? funny because I've actually had people like get in conversations with me about the show and stuff. So I should start writing those down. Yeah. It, it always works until, you know, somebody hears that you're a felon or something on the podcast or you say something stupid and they're like, oh, well, you said this on the podcast. It must Speak be true. Speak Brian. I am not a felon. <laughs> 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 That was all in reference to me. And Just then, to clear the then, air. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> then you got some explaining to do. Yeah. Well, but you know what? Fuck them. Yeah. If they, don't, <laughs> if they are that worried about your past, then they don't deserve to date you anyway. So. Oh, I thought you were going to say something like, if they're that worried about your past, they don't need to be in your future. <gasps> that was so <laughs> good, Brian. Boom. Oh, my God. We have to write that down. Uh, I'll forget it. (laughs) (laughs) No, we will. (laughs) Write it down for us, audience. Tell us your favorite thing you hear on the show. What would you like to hear more of? What would you like to hear less of? Yeah, get that communication going. Right. What What do you like that we're doing? Yeah, what do you like (laughs) that we're doing? What what don't you like that we're doing? Yeah. Do you you want us to talk about a specific topic? Tell us. Do you like when we... uh, Split off from old people sex to talk about uh, murder? people murdering their wives. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. I thought about that. I'm like, we should definitely have like a murder show at some point in time. I don't know. I, th- I thought about that too. But at the same time, it's there's like, so many. That's, yeah, there's so many and we don't want to scare people. Like we're trying to right. encourage people to go out and date and do all this other stuff. True. But don't, yeah. Maybe, you know, maybe we do need to do like a online dating, online safety Dating, safety online dating, something like that. Right. To where you can or like a Halloween episode. To... Oh. Like ID Discovery, Frank and Beans mashup. <laughs> Frankenstein and Beans. Oh! Mm. And Boston Baked Beans, since that's the worst candy <laughs> ever. I love those fucking things. You do? You're mm-hmm. so weird. <laughs> I love them. Oh my god! Love you guys. You like circus peanuts too. Fucking love those too. Yeah, no, absolutely. that's the worst candy on the planet. It's not even. I don't think legally they're allowed to call it candy. <laughs> You're so gross. I can't. No, those are you. so good. Mm. No, orange I can't slices. Do those. Oh, I love orange slices. Oh my god, that is the old peopleest candy of all time. <laughs> At least it's not that hard candy. Just right. that it's random mix like of hard candy. Like Purse Originals. Like <laughs> <laughs> gold ladies carry. All right. All right. Well, take care, you old Franks and Beanies. <laughs> take care, you old Franks and Beanies. 